Hello, everybody. We are so happy you came back to join us here at Insane Rhetoric. This is our season one finale, and we are so glad you came to listen in with us today. What do Cuba Gooden Jr., Jay-Z, and the Merriam-Webster Dictionary all have in common? You're right. Absolutely nothing. It's Free Fall Friday. So come on in, sit back, and enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric. Good morning, Insane Rhetoric. Good morning, good morning. How's everybody doing? Good morning, good morning. Let's wake up the insanity today. Let's wake it up. Man, we ain't got to wake it up. She was already up. It beat everybody else up. What's going on? How you doing? How you doing, sister? What's going on? What's happening? I'm good. You good? It's all good in the neighborhood. Man, look. I guess it it, it has to be. Uh, I don't know. But what's going on? What's happening? How, how things been going with you? What's been going on? Anything interesting? Mm-mm, not for me. Not but they for had you. a man. But they had a man in New York from Texas. They got arrested three times in one day. <laughs> I know he was black. I don't know. Yeah, he was black. <laughs> don't know why man get arrested three times in one day. <laughs> no. Well, no. he got arrested in three different parts of New York. No, nope. and he was and he was released. And then on the final time, they finally kept him. No, nope. I figured he was white. Nope, nope, Mm-mm. three times in one day. No, that doesn't happen. Mm-mm. He was a, he was arrested once for burglary in the third degree in Whitestown, once for grand larceny in the fourth degree in Oswego, and once for burglary in the third degree in Whitesboro. Mm, I, I don't know. I, I I'm gonna put my chips on. He black three times in one day. At least, unless he was hanging out by the police station after whatever was going on. I don't know. He was released without bail each time. That's, that sounded like he was white to me. I'm just talking about the, the luck of, you know, like somebody being arrested, kept. Uh, you know, arrested, then released, and kept again on the last one. Uh, three times a charm. You know, I don't know. That 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 sounds like uh, a bad luck criminal. Somebody, I don't know, maybe popped a molly before they went to start doing their daily job of robbing. Well, know. it actually has to do with the New York State bail reform law. Okay, well, like how that works. I don't, I'm up, I'm up familiar with the new law. What is like? What are the like some of the logistics about it? I, I'm I'm not completely sure, but apparently they can be released without bail. So these crimes must have been within that scope. Oh. So on his fourth arrest, that's when the sheriff's office uh, of Oneida County, and the fourth one was that he went into a. Um, a construction office and stole some items. 
Yeah, that's that's man. I, I don't know. We ain't got no picture of this dude. Where, what, what's his name? I can tell you if his I can tell you if his white boy by his name. What's his name? So then he was held on ten thousand dollar cash bail or fifty thousand dollar bond. What's the name? Uh, they, oh. they didn't release his name. That, they just said he, that he was from Texas. Okay. Uh, he so was from know. Del Rio, Texas. Okay, so now I'm gonna change my plea. I'm gonna change my plea. I'm gonna go with you now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this is this is a white guy. This is a white guy. That's all we know. He's from Del Rio, Texas. This is a white guy. This is a white guy. I'm 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 gonna go with you now. Either either a white guy or a Hispanic person. Uh, one of the two. And the only reason I'm saying it's a white guy is because, you know, the common courtesy of white people to white people, they don't release their names when they're in trouble. And they do not show pictures. Proven fact. So I'm going to change, I'm gonna change my, uh, my, my, my plea over to uh, potentially white. I'm just saying, it's just we're insane rhetoric here. We talk about insane things. That, yeah, that's just yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I get it that it's the law. Oh, his name was um. Nope, they don't have his name. No, nope. oh, I was gonna say, give me, give me, give me a name. No. Mm-mm. So when when was this? When 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 was this perpetrator just on the street, just roaming the streets of New October York? October twenty seven. Just robbing folks. He just out there robbing. October twenty seven. Just that's going hard. from place to place, being released and robbing somebody else. That's crazy. Took him four times. And so we well, had to take him four times. You know, in California. They give you a what is it? It's called the three strike rule. You know what I'm saying? So this is if you come into a person's court more than three times, they usually keep you. But whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like felony, felony people. If you if you finna go to California and you on number two, uh, yeah, you you do something wrong out there, they gonna keep you. Even if the crimes was done in another state prior, so I mean, in three strike rule, you out of you out of there in 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 California. So, mm-mm. so his name is Brian Salazar. Oh, he white and uh, what is that? Cuban Salazar. Salazar, yeah, you you might be white and Cuban, yeah, but he ain't black. <laughs> he went to New York and just walked all around New York, feeling before they decided to go and keep him in jail. Yeah, he had the sticky fingers. He had the sticky everything everywhere he walked. He was stealing, trying to. He yep. must be. He must be. He must be new on the crime syndicate out of Texas. Salazar, yeah, you you from the border. Yeah, Del Rio. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 out of there. So, Mr. Del Rio, I think you get our insane rhetoric, uh, dumbest criminal. Listen. Oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, listen. 
Listen, I think so too. We <laughs> didn't, we didn't, we didn't move. What, what, who did we delegate that to the last time? What, <laughs> what, what did uh, Mrs. I ain't going to Enville? Ain't that hurt? I remember her talking about I ain't going to Nickville. Help them kids, and you ain't nobody but a teacher's aide. I ain't got nothing against teachers aid. I just got something against racial, uh, racist teachers aid, and clearly she was. So, well, we got a new winner, Mr. Salazar from what, Del Rio, what, Texas. Del Rio, Texas. Yeah, you get arrested in two days. I mean, what three times in one day? You you got to move up and collect the prize. Well, it won't be no money, but you will get the attention, and you got it. <laughs> so what's going on with that that's just crazy idiot 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 yeah i wish i could be there just to laugh at his face like you know at this point why he going through the process of getting you know locked up like so you did this three times and you caught, got caught every time and then the fourth when they kept you home yeah you know what is what is his conversation gonna be in prison crazy i just started my crime uh crime spree and uh you know i, I didn't have prior practice you know i don't know oh either he's the baddest person to walk the planet because he escaped conviction three times no no he didn't escape conviction he just was arrested and detained for a few minutes and we sometimes we get that we get that confused like you know when we was talking about uh the george floyd case when all that started to pop off and uh you know it's like i hope they arrested a cop their arrest don't mean nothing it's the convictions that matter you know it's all about convictions you talk to any lawyer they ain't gonna tell you about their arrest record they talk about how many people they didn't get convicted so he was just running around free-handed he was just stupid so i don't know whatever dude yeah you get the you get the dummy of the yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna get you the dummy of the the rest of the year into the new year of Warwick because that's just dumb <laughs> yeah that's that's sad it ain't sad to me that's funny it's funny because you kept getting caught and you didn't quit <laughs> that's funny you didn't at least take a break for the rest of the day right so, you listen listen you 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 worked the crime like it was a whole job you just went to jail got out went back to work right right you didn't went take to jail break. got out went back to work you didn't even take a lunch. You went hungry then during the process of robbing. Did he know. even get to uh, exchange his wares into money? Like what to call it, a fence? Did he? I mean, what, yeah, yeah. I, was he I grabbing know. cash? Did he get a chance listen, to listen? I don't know if he was grabbing no cash because if he was grabbing cash, that probably would have that probably would have landed him the first time, depending on where he was. Well, it don't even depend on where he was. If he was grabbing cash, that's you know that's that's automatic felony offense. You robbing somebody, you know whatever. If it ain't a robbery on the street, if you go into any of the establishments and they hold somebody up, that's a felony offense. Yeah, I don't. So he he, I tell you, he, he must have been a little boy robber. He was just getting started. 
he didn't steal Tonka trucks and, and you know and bubble gum when he was growing up. He waited till he was like maybe 14 or 15. You think so? Probably. Most people mm-hmm. who do most most people who do like like uh crime like that, they usually start off small with little stuff and then they gradually, you know, get into major things. I I, I have never, me personally, I have never until maybe recently uh noticed a person who commits a murder just off the top. But now with you know the way the world is, you know, it's not a progression anymore. You know, like uh, a while ago, some guy got murdered um, at a gas station because the white boy was like his music was too loud and he just upped and murdered the dude, you know. Um, so usually it's a progression, you know, like like I talk about, uh, uh, said something about serial killers a while ago on one of our episodes where we talk about people like Ted Bundy. That was a progression. You know, Ted didn't just jump off the morgue and say, I'm going to start killing and raping folks. John Wayne Gacy, the same way. Uh, Ed Kemper, the same way. You know, it, it was a progression. Something happened in they, in they, in their life, and then they gradually started doing crazy off-the-wall stuff, and then they just increased as they went along, and they got good at it, you know? So... I don't, like it's just like you know uh the one that they never caught jack the ripper you know i'm pretty sure jack didn't just jump in the killing folks when he was five years old but now it's different because you got people you know that's leaving guns around and turning them on their mamas and killing their mamas if it was by mistake or if it was on purpose you know that is a little different now so well Uh, I don't know where Cuba Cuba Gooden Jr. is. He in New York too. Is he in jail? Well, oh lord, he's the next black man that's the target for uh, sex abuse. So they got rid of um, Dr. Cosby, and uh, they got rid of Aura. You say what you mean? You got they got rid of. Well, they got him off. They put him in the lockup, and Cosby don't count. He ain't got no charges pending against him. Sticking. And so now, well, he's the fourth man. He's the fourth black man to bring to try to bring down. I forgot about OJ. Oh, that that, that yeah, he don't count. He don't count. But Cuba Good Junior is next. But OJ they finally set his date for February. Okay. He's been dealing with this since 2019. So, girl said that uh, they was in a club and he uh, oh. touched her boob. He squeezed her breast without her consent at Here the Magic go. Hour rooftop bar and lounge near Times Here Square. Here we go. I know that joint. I know that place. Here we go. Then a few months later, he was charged with two additional incidents because some more women came forward to accuse him of abuse. He's been accused of pinching a server's buttocks after making a sexually suggestive remark to her at Tao, which is in downtown um, 
New York. He's been uh, accused of forcibly touching a woman inappropriately at the Lavo New York nightclub. Both of those incidents were in 2018. So he pleaded not guilty. He denies all the charges. As he as he should. <sighs> this is this is this is not coming from a a a, a man's standpoint. Everybody starts rolling out the closet when a case is brought against somebody, and here they come. It's like it's like the march to a bad cadence. It's just ridiculous. Come on, man. You it took somebody else to come out the closet for you to say, okay, yeah, this happened to me back in such and such. Come on, man. I can't I can't get on that bandwagon. And they was at nightclubs. So you finna tell me, you finna tell me that you gonna go into a nightclub and you see this 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 star because some of them nightclubs that they talking about in New York are not like uh super elite nightclubs, meaning that you don't have to have a whole lot of paper to get into them. You'll run up on any run of the meal person. It's a it's an upscale nightclub, but not out of price. You know what I mean? So mm. you 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 got any and everybody in the, in in them type of clubs. So come on, come on, man. I can't know. And it's not because he's a black male. It's the simple fact of everybody wants to start coming out when somebody else speaks up. I ain't, I ain't with the come out because you spoke up method. That, that, that ain't working. If you if you going to come out and say what you got to say, be the first one to come out. You you jump you you a bandwagon hopper. I don't, I don't know. I, I I just can't I can't go with that. Okay. Okay, Cuba, Mr. Gooding Jr. We gonna go through this with you, food. like we went through it with everybody else. But I just know that we know that these ladies want you to show them the money. That's it. They want you to. Oh, show okay. Them. That. No, I like that, sister. Show me that. That, that was listen, okay. Listen, you shouldn't have. Maybe you shouldn't have took that role, Mister Good. Listen, listen. Maybe you shouldn't have took that role. Show me the money. I, I, listen, that's funny. What was the name of that movie? Oh no, but I remember the one where movie. he played a football and he was married to Regina King. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember the title, but that was that was a heck of a movie. I remember watching. But you know, have you ever seen that? I don't know if y'all run that commercial down in Texas, but it's about a lawyer, and the lawyer says his name is J.G. Wentworth. He say, "I need money, and I want my money now. <laughs> it's my money, and I want it now." Call J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> <sighs> Somebody that called JG Wentworth on you, bro. <laughs> they want you. They want their money, and they want it now. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! So, Mister Good and Junior, uh, we, hey, we, we follow. We gonna follow you. We gonna follow you, Mister. We gonna. We'll see you in February at your trial. 
That's crazy, man. Hey, but listen, 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 listen. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say about that. I yeah. don't know. I had I had the slightest idea what to say about that. That's just crazy. All right, everybody. So y'all went, y'all, okay. I don't know if y'all went to see Halloween Kills. <laughs> yeah, I gave it a thumbs down. But y'all need to turn on Netflix and watch The Harder They Fall. Thumbs up. Thumbs up oh. to all black cast. The Harder uh, They Fall. What is this about? Executive produced by Jay-Z and some others. Starring my girl Regina Bell, you know, yeah, two two seven. She was a little girl, yeah, her huh? Regina Bell. Show me the money. <laughs> Will Smith's wife in Enemy of the State. Is that her? Yeah, yeah. Regina King, the voice yeah. of Huey and Riley. Mm-hmm. Regina King, yeah, badass bitch, director, producer, music video director, badass bitch, yeah. Okay. Y'all okay. need to watch her. She bad. So the harder it. they fall. What 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 is the what is the so they bring it so and it's also a, a, a project of Seal's brother. Seal the singer? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he had a brother. I just knew him and I really didn't listen to him. He's a great musician, great singer, but but you know, other than that, I don't know so much. So y'all need to watch it. So the only thing I disagree with is that I saw an interview and somebody was talking about how nobody ever talks about, I think it was Jay-Z did an interview where they was talking about nobody ever, um, you know, growing up, all he saw, all people saw were the white cowboy movies, you know, Roy Rogers and all of that. Yeah, Long and, Ranger and Tonto. Yeah, and how Long movie. Ranger was actually... Um, based on a black character. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I get kind of where he's coming from, but throughout our history, and I and I'm happy that they're bringing this back to light because, I mean, just because I happen to have a fascination with classic movies. I happen to know that there was a whole series of black cowboy movies that were in the same vein, kind of written, kind of like the Roy Rogers movies because they were of that time. Mm -hmm. But in the 30s, 40s, there were black cowboy movies, black, all black cast cowboy movies. Well, it's kind of mm -hmm. ironic and you, you would be absolutely true, but uh the only reason white people depicted um people like uh the lone ranger and 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 all them folks from gunsmoke and all that type of stuff is because there were black cowboys before there were white ones right so what they what they in they in this in this interview they told the world something that i already knew because my grandpa was a cowboy mm -hmm. um because and I, you know, I studied cowboys. My my son grew up liking black, wanting to hear about black cowboys. Mm -hmm. And so, um, black people were not considered. So, oh, I'm sorry, reverse that. White people 
who did the wrangling and all of that mm-hmm. were known, their title was known as Kyle Hands. Mm-hmm. And Black people, their title was known as Kyle Boys. They they were mm-hmm. boys. Right. That was another way of depicting that they were lower than they were lesser than. Right. Right. Because we understand with the history why men don't black men don't like to be called boys. But it was it was the term cowboy. Right. That transcended that went forward. The cow hand name kind of if eventually it kind of became synonymous. Mm -hmm. But the cowboy was the name that picked up i have always gone to the black rodeo mm-hmm. like there is a full-on all black people black cowboys rodeo that yeah. travels around just like you know the white rodeo yeah i mean i I remember coming down there in texas when i first moved down there and uh some of the people that i knew they was like you want to go to the rodeo i was like uh what do I do I look interested in going to a rodeo? No, nah, it's like, man, it's black rodeo. You ain't, and you know, I was like, oh, okay, a black rodeo. Let me let me see what that's about. Even though I'm not a fan of animals like that, you know, what I'm saying just to be a part of that was just an experience. I learned a lot from that because it was something that I never experienced before. It was actually good, and I think Texas used to put it on every year, didn't they? They put the the black rodeo travels it travels around the black um there's black trail riders like okay. um yeah it's a whole it's a whole thing yeah because so, it was very fun I enjoyed myself at it it was real good in Houston so I was really um excited about seeing the movie and um. So I watched it when it came out on Netflix. And I like the fact that um, it depicted real life people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it had my it had my fake baby daddy in there. Oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> I, I can only imagine who this would be. I'm not even going to go. I'm gonna, not even going to get it. Idris Elba. Um, I kind of, I kind of, <laughs> I was gonna lean that way a little bit. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world so check this out please 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 donate to insane rhetoric so we can stay sustain future episodes hey thank you once again fire out don't lean that way a little bit so it depicted um some real life people people that actually existed but like i grew up in the 70s Sidney Poitier, um, um, 
what's his name? Um, Calypso man. Uh, they like come in, we won't go. Home. Yeah, I know. Damn, damn. Okay. What is his name? I know who you're talking about. Civil rights leader, singer. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. I can't think of his name right now, but we they don't had hear a lot a, about him like that, though. Yeah. Well, Belafonte, Harry Belafonte. That's is his it. name. Okay. Is his name um, pronounced? I got a question. I'm sorry. Is his name pronounced Harry Belafonte or is it Belafontaine? Belafonte. Okay. Daughter is named Sherry Belafonte. She was famous too for a TV show called Grand Hotel. But anyway, so they made Buck and the Preacher. Like I, so I grew up in the time where the consciousness was there and, you know, we saw these. Then, you know, in the 90s, there was the Van Peebles, uh-huh. Mario Van Peebles uh, did a study on the Black Cowboy uh, in his movie Posse. Yeah. Um, and told a lot of history in that movie. He does because that's what he and his dad did. Well, he still does. His dad did. They would tell the histories of the things in their movies as them. Okay. And so, yeah, y'all need to go see the harder they fall. Cause, but the funny thing about it is, Jay Z, he came on this, you know, recently, and um. Never had a had an Instagram account, and so it was in his contract that he had to promote the movie. And so he came on Instagram just long enough for them to verify his account. He was only on mm-hmm. there for twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. He followed Beyonce, but within moments. He had like some godly number, like 50 zillion million followers. People asking him stuff like, can we go to dinner? And 24 hours later, he deactivated his account. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's badass. That's badass. Going and activate your account just to satisfy your contract, follow your wife, get a whole bunch of followers, and then get off. That's badass. Because, you know, all he had to do was, you know, uh, comply with the contract. And he did that to promote the movie. The movie was good. Yeah. And I think I don't want to spoil it at the end, but there's some at the end that was like, like ooh. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. No, so y'all need to, y'all, y'all need to follow that. Y'all need to follow that. Okay, so like off the subject. Okay, not off the subject, but you were probably laughing at me because you was like, that ain't no real damn cowboy movie. <laughs> so my favorite cowboy movie of all times. Is freaking blazing saddles. Exactly. <laughs> Richard Pryor did a cowboy movie. Richard Pryor actually did a cowboy movie. And then in one of his movies, he was in, he was a clown in a uh-huh. prison rodeo. And guess who he was with? I remember the movie. Guess who else he was with? Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. 
And that's why I say I love Blazing Saddles because Gene Wilder is in Blazing Saddles with another uh, Black actor. I can't call his name. I was trying to find it. I couldn't find it. But if you go and look at Blazing Saddles, (laughs) it's a laugh all day long. (laughs) It's just so crazy. I mean, I love the movie Blazing Saddles. It was just, it was crazy. It was crazy. Gene Wilder was one of the funniest people. <laughs> Just crazy. I don't know. I don't know. What well they about. made several movies together. They were a great um great uh team. But yeah, y'all y'all need to so you need to pay attention to you know your history if you you know uh, um, American history, black history, it's all American history. Even though we're not supposed to teach it in Texas. But are you um, out of compliance? But yeah. Are you out of compliance with teaching it in Texas? We can't teach it in Texas. So listen, like I mean, I I look at all like all kinds of different things for as a, you know, just educational value and just to know and being to know about things. Like a lot of people don't know too much. A lot of blacks doesn't know younger blacks doesn't know about the buffalo soldiers you know and things things of that nature uh you know i was looking at uh, uh something that probably would uh throw everybody else off but i was looking at the nuremberg uh trials you know when they actually tried to convict uh all of uh nazi germany high officers you know, for the atrocities against the Jews and the Polish and 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 the Czechs and and all those people, and it's just it's just information to know and learn. You know, it's just good to know these things because if you look at what was happening then, some of the stuff is actually happening now. It's coming back around again. You know, like um. I ain't trying to be funny, but like the the ability to show your card for COVID vaccinations, that ain't nothing new. The the Germans was doing that, show your card to prove who you are. You know what I'm saying? It's just done in a different way now for a medical reason, but uh it was it was done in the in the 1940s to actually <laughs> to actually show if you are German or Jew or Polish or Czech uh, or anyone who was not a Nazi or a pure race of German, it, it, it was crazy. So, I mean, you know, so I, I like the history. I'm mad that you don't like uh, Michael Myers, so, you know what I'm saying, in, in that movie. I think yeah no I, mean, I think <laughs> I think I think Mike I think look I think Mike looked good though you know I, Hated think, Mike, it. I, I think Mike looked good that he looked like he had a new uh jumpsuit on and a, a freshly done up mask so, you know it was it was you know he was typical Mike to me they I sent just, it out to dry cleaning while he was in the insane asylum yeah yeah well, I mean it had a lot of it had a lot of use <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of you. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I bet you, 
I know that's not the same guy who started off with with the original um with the original uh Michael Myers or Halloween. I don't know why. I just the name Michael Myers just sounds creepy. <laughs> so uh, I know that's not the original dude, but you know, from the original movie that started, I bet you that jumpsuit is probably worth a lot of money. Yeah, that jumpsuit and that mask, I bet you it's probably worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you hear this? I I seen um I seen um something on some news feed. Tina Turner sold her entire catalog. I was like, wow, because I think Tina is like 81 and at her like her 50th celebration, I think she said she was talking about how she won. I think she was actually retiring at 50, but she has sold her entire music catalog. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't get a chance to look at how much or if they even listed it, but I seen it. I was like, wow, whoever bought that as hey they they in there well it was bmg bmg bought it they bought the whole deal yeah her name her image likeness they they got the whole bmg got it wow because mm-hmm. like it's like tina is like like 81 right She's like 81 years old now, right? Is she 81 or is she in her 90s? I I don't know. I thought she might have been like in her 80s. I don't I don't remember. I thought she was like 81 or something. I don't think she was. Oh, okay. I could Oh, I, could I don't be, know how old she is. I I could be wrong. I don't know. Well, she sold it. Wow. Ike Turner's family probably. Turning over in their grave. They probably having a hissy conniption fit. See what you did? You should have stayed with her instead of putting your hands on her. Well, but she had a whole lifetime of stuff after him, after she won her name in that court case. Oh, oh yes. So it it wouldn't have anything to do with with him. With him. At all. No, it would not. I mean But yeah, she she sold it to um she sold it to BMG. Wow. Mm. I was like, I was like, that is, that is, that is something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, wait, she's getting older. Why does she care anymore? I mean, I'm not saying that it's like, I'm just saying like, at this lady has done any and everything she ever wanted. Yeah. She's 81. And she finally found a piece that like a true piece with Mm -hmm. who she is and the people in her life. So why else does it matter? I don't don't think it I don't think that it does matter. I just, you know, when somebody gives up everything that they have worked so hard for, and I'm, I'm not. Well, she put a price of fifty million on it, so that's not a lot. That show length. That's. I mean, that that show length. She sold her likeness, her her 
her her essence, her music, her essence, fifty million. Yeah. So again, this is a lady who has done everything you she could possibly imagine she ever wanted to do. She has made strides in just being herself and being a woman and being entertainer, being black. Yeah. She left this country years ago, never to return, said she yep. would never return after all of the atrocities that she's seen. Um yeah, I mean, she you you're right. She has did everything she wanted to do, and I mean, and you think alone, even I mean, alone, because of her music is still in play, in in and in and in hooks and loops and of of any. She's still making money, so it I mean, ain't like she she had a loss for money. But listen, so Universal Music Group paid four hundred million for Bob Dylan stuff. Mm-hmm. That's just his songbook, right? And Neil Young made 150 million by selling only 50 percent share of his music to uh, Hypnosis. So yeah. she yeah. she sold it for 50 million. Like this this lady is like, I'm, this is a badass bitch. Like she's like, I got what I. I mean, right. listen, she's selling her books, like. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. She's a she's a she's a freaking trendsetter. I I I never took Tina for a greedy person. You know what I'm saying? Everything I have read about Tina, and she was always giving to situations. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not shocked that it went as low as fifty million. I'm not shocked about that. It's just the fact that you, like you said, she's in a in a comfortable spot of who she is she has accomplished everything that she had set out to do plus more you know what i'm saying so she's cool because i think she uh she still practices buddhism i do believe i mean she even gave up her publishing rights so she's not getting she's not even getting the royalties off this stuff no more oh see yeah see she she like she she don't care like she she just living her life life yeah and you know you know who i think is gonna be next with that that mood situation, I heard her talking about it, and that's Jill Scott. She was talking about because of everything that's going on in the world, and she wants to show better for her son. She's thinking about moving out the country. I mean, it, it works for a lot of people. Yeah. You know? so, so I mean, I mean, she can command fifty million just to appear somewhere. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why I said it, it ain't it ain't about the money with her. It, it has never been about that. You know, like and, and one of the things that depicted that early in her life when she was going through the trial and the case with Ike, she was like, he can keep everything, just give me my name. You know what I'm saying? That shows a lot about a person, you know, that you like, I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? That you can have all that. But just give me my name. I can work that. And she so, did. So and she did. So anyway, all right, Miss Tina, you still inspire me today. So go ahead out, girl, with your bad self. Go ahead and get it like you've been getting it for all these years. Get it. <laughs> Miriam Webster 
Oh Lord, they didn't put another uh update. <laughs> Four hundred and fifty-five new words added to the dictionary. Can we get a, a comprehensive list of what those new words are? Well, they're words like fluffernutter. A lot of words that have to do with the social media presence we have now. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Um, dad bot. D platform. THB. I don't, I don't, I don't, who, who authorizes the words? In? A lot of slang words. FTW, which means for the win. Mm. Digital nomad. Super spreader. A lot of words uh, that have to do with uh, coronavirus, too. Mm -hmm. So I bet you that one came from Howard Stern. <laughs> Bit rot, zero day. Copy pasta, teraflop, cubesat, oobleck. Listen, oobleck is is something that kids like to make. With it's made out of cornstarch. It's like a slime. Uh huh. Oobleck. Mm -hmm. Um. You no, know, actually, what aboutism has to do with politics? They could they could they could have slid those definitions over to the Urban Dictionary. Votorama. Hey, that's what y'all need to be trying to figure out what they doing with y'all voting laws. I don't know. I've been I okay, I know when I was growing up, I didn't call it Chicharron. But I know a lot of Latinx people who grew up eating chich chicharron. Uh-huh. I eat chicharron. What my mama called it my mama called it pork rinds. Okay. When she made them. Okay. When I went over to my friend's house that was Latino, they called it chicharron. Well, chicharron is now in the Merriam Webster dictionary. Uh, yeah, Air fryer. How, I wonder how, how, how long they had to march to get that one in the dictionary. Ghost, ghost kitchen. Ghost Medical kitchen. words. Are, like, what, go, hold on, hold on. Go, go back to ghost kitchen. What that mean? A commercial cooking facility used for the preparation of food consumed off the premises called also cloud kitchen or dark kitchen. So like a TV kitchen. Oh, okay. Okay. Because, you know, when I think of ghost kitchen, I think of some of these young women that can't cook. It's empty. <laughs> Words from pop culture like Bohawk. Mm. Dad bod is the average the average the body of an average dad the body of an average dad so you know like you got a hunk uh -huh. sexy man you know uh -huh. idris elba uh -huh. then you got a man that has a dad bod oh, okay he's just a regular dude with his kind of you kind of got a stomach kind of not kind of got a roll kind of not oh Kind of been settled because he got kids. Oh. Yep. Then they got, you know, blank check company, doorbell camera, small ball. 
That's one eight baseball. Yeah. So they just added a lot of slang terms. Yeah. Four hundred and fifty-five to be exact. Okay. So, but anyway. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I guess that's that's crazy. It's cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Yeah. <laughs> you remember what that means? <laughs> I do now. I I and I have to watch myself. I don't say it too much anymore. I used to say it all the time. Uh, now that I now that I know <laughs> what cuckoo for cocoa puffs mean, I am very careful about when I say it. <laughs> so there you have it. Yeah, I don't care. I just throw it out there. <laughs> okay, so listen, inside rhetoric, it has been uh, a great, a great, great ride. It has really been great. And we are now bringing our first season to a close so this will be the end of our first season we want you guys to know that we have enjoyed doing insane rhetoric and having the responses and looking at the insanity and bringing the insanity to you guys look but we are restructuring some things and trying to get ready for season two um I don't know the exact time frame, but it won't be long. We ain't going to have y'all on pause forever. We just want y'all to know this is the end of our first season at Insane Rhetoric. And I am I am <laughs> honored to say thank you for this first season and how you have responded to insane rhetoric and my co-host also known as my sister also known as ice you know her to cool my tail down from time to time so hey look we just want you to know this once again is our uh season our ending season for season one we want to thank anchor and all the support that they have given us and helped us with uh, for us using their platform to broadcast and bring you Spotify over all the Google platforms, all, all of the, the networks that's out here that's helping us with our podcast. We want to thank all them guys for that. So we are getting ready to start up season two. We're going to be bigger and better and greater uh this time around so just look for look for the next episode so the, the first time you see insane rhetoric drop a new episode start clicking those like buttons start clicking that follow hey listen tell people about insane rhetoric and just let's go for it let's go for it we're coming to the end of the year getting ready for a new year hey we got to take over like pinky and the brain remember what are we going to do today brain all right, Peggy, I guess try to take over the world. <laughs> you know, so, sister, what you got? What you got? What you got to say? You got anything? Come on, come on, come on. So I just want y'all to know that we are, like, moving by leaps and bounds. And um, so keep listening. Keep tuning in. Go back and revisit some of our episodes. Uh, we are now in the U.K. 
So yay, yay, yay. Um, we you have grown. We have grown thanks to you. Uh, we are in Australia thanks to you. Yeah. And so you know we have grown and don't don't unfollow. We will be back. Yes. Um, and if you have a if you have heard of Owl Tales, it's an app that you can have on your phone. Owl Tales, like the bird, and the bird with a tail. Um, you can listen to us on there too. Wow, I'm unfamiliar with that one. I so, know that one. okay, cool. Um, they just picked us up. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So there are a lot of different services that are now just picking us up. Um, and they're not even asking. They just, you know, find us interesting the way that you do, and. So that's yet another platform that you can hear insane rhetoric. Um, but, you know, we're working to bring you some good topics like we have done in the past. And we see you next time. And remember, at midnight, change happens. Change happens. Okay. And as always, remember to enjoy the ride. That is ride, ride, ride. insane ride. rhetoric. See you for season two, y'all. See y'all. Season two be looking now. We out. Hello, insane rhetoric listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in on this free fall Friday. We've had a blast coming to you on Wednesday and Friday for insane rhetoric during our season one. We will be back and in full effect for season two. So listen to some of your favorite episodes and look for us coming back at you real soon here at Insane Rhetoric. And until then, just remember to enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric. We'll see you with season two.